Knights of Nerditude podcast, podcast for all things nerd. This is uh, one of our many Halloween specials, as you could tell from that creepy intro. Um, I doubt anybody would recognize that song, but the song is from the 1978, yeah, 1978 Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Um, I'm your host, Sean. I'm here on Skype with... You don't have any secrets from the health department, Sam. <laughs> Chris, you got it? That's it? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm waiting for the actual name to this. Sound. <laughs> I, I, I said, yeah, John. <laughs> All right. I want to my plant name. <laughs> I want to love and be loved and I want your children, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It's Chris. All right. So <laughs> uh, there's only one from the 1978. Two yeah. from the 56. No. No. Yeah, John's was the ending scene and from the 78. Yeah, and Sam was Sam's was from the 78. Yeah, it's... Oh, you were? I thought it was 56. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, Invasion of the Body Snatchers is the topic, but we're doing something a little different uh, because uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the original, came out in 1956, and then it was remade in 1978, and both movies actually got really good reviews. They're both technically classic horror movies. We decided to... do them both at the same time, kind of compare and contrast uh, the two movies. Um, anybody want to do a plot overview of uh, of these movies? Uh, sure. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> sure. That, that so, was... in 1956, uh, people start um, being people. And some random crazy person thinks that they're not people. And you don't find out until much, much later that it's aliens. And then in 1978, aliens. And then all of a sudden, people don't be people. And then in the 1993 version, I don't know because I don't care. Well, we're, not, then, we're just worrying about those ones. 2007's The Invasion Aliens. And then a lot of bad acting. And then more bad acting. And then and bad CGI. And then some more bad acting. So, what do we learn from this? That that first act was the ones that we're reviewing tonight. That's that what faculty I'm is the best invasion movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. I'll uh, take it. Gate. All right. Okay. 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 These movies are awful, <laughs> and it's just. I'm trying to find out which one I like the most. Because at first I was like 1978, but then I rewatched the 56 version. I'm like, 
everything about this is better than 1978. Why? Because, well, let's just say that the health department probably doesn't have that capacity to test for aliens and, and flowers and whatnot. And it's just super weird. And, and granted, this is just a time thing. It's just super weird seeing uh, Donald Sutherland, Leonard Nimoy, and yeah. um, and Jeff Goldblum, and Jeff Goldblum yeah, yeah. all in the same movie. The, the Je- so going into the so I've seen the fifty six one. I never saw the seventy eight one, and going into it, I knew Donald Sutherland was in it. I had no idea Leonard Nimoy or um, really Jeff Goldblum were in it. I had Goldblum no was idea. in it, or, in or it just the in the very beginning, Robert Duvall. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did you guys see that, Robert? Wait. No, I totally missed that. Okay. So I pointed this out to Sam before he watched it. You know what? Oh my God, that's Robert Duvall. Yeah. So in the very beginning, when the kids are like at the park, there's a priest on the swing. Okay. The priest is Robert Duvall. That's Robert Duvall. Is it? Is it just like a cameo sort of? I guess it's a non-speaking role. Yeah. (laughs) Because like I sat there, I was watching it, and then like they showed it, I was like, "That was Robert Duvall, wasn't it?" So I pulled out my phone, I looked it up, I'm like, "Holy crap, that was Robert Duvall." <laughs> he is priest on swing. So this is such a random cameo. It, I, He's a, he was a well-known actor at this point. It's not yeah, like this I mean, is the he beginning did, like, of his... fucking Godfather by at this point. Like, yeah. He did Godfather <laughs> Network. Um he was in True Grit. Kill Mockingbird, like, like all his he, great roles. He's been in stuff. Like people too. Priest on a swing. Priest on a swing. So random. Anyways. Um, Can we just get into it? It, it? Typically, movies over the series start to progress and actually become a little bit better than their previous. Well, they're not exactly a series. They're all just remakes. And... It, or, or how about remakes? They at least try and improve on one aspect of it. So... Um, I'm not so sure about that. I feel like most of the time remakes kind of just, they're like nuclear half-lifes, you know, like they just keep getting yeah. like worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's a better they're definition. Fair that the remake is better than the original. What, um, what stands out between particularly the two? Well, the 1956 and the 1970 movies do have a tie to get something that ties them together. And that's Kevin McCarthy. So the he, main actor in the original Makes an appearance in this the crazy one. guy in the first one. Crazy guy the who gets hit one. by a car. Yeah. So which makes it like, is this? Dude, why is Robert Duvall randomly in this? It's <laughs> 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 so, but like, the this is why you gotta watch the movie. Yeah, apparently. No, but his his cameo is a blink and you'll miss it. Yeah. Like I literally sat there, I was like, okay, there's the priest. I got to be focusing on the wait <laughs> you know a what? minute. You know what the weirder thing is? They linger on the priest a little bit too much, especially with the school children walking by. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say that image has not aged well. Yeah, it's not it's not the best of things to show. It doesn't translate well to the new millennium. No. Uh, no. Uh, uh, I just I I don't find any of these movies good per se. And there's so many like outstanding flaws with them. Um, 
that it, it it doesn't really make it a horror movie anymore. Just as you watch it, if you're watching in 1956, sure, it probably was scary. Or even 1978, sure, it was probably scary. After you got over like the alien orgy in the beginning, but like these aren't these aren't horror movies. <laughs> I'm mean, just I Sam's got a very confused face right now. Alien orgy. Yeah, remember in the 78 version how they showed, like, just the aliens, like, shooting oh, yeah. stuff into the, the atmosphere? And then you mean how they were asexually reproducing through spores? It's, it's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> orgies. Yeah, orgies. <laughs> you know, those asexual orgies. Hey, asexual beings can have orgies, too, Sam. We don't discriminate on this, on this show. But if they have orgies, they're no longer asexual. <laughs> Fine. So, then they're like the teddy bear things where they just rub up against each other. How's that? The teddy bear thing? It's Maybe like it's furries. Furries. Furry. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we've been talking for like ten minutes, and I'm I'm even more confused than I was in the beginning. Um, <laughs> I will say this, Chris. You know, having between this and and The Exorcist. It was striking, and I only I only saw the the seventy eight version of, of Body Snatchers, so I apologize. It doesn't really translate for the original, but it did kind of strike me how just I don't not ordinary, but they seemed like just real movies. If that makes sense, like it's you know like you see horror movies today, and I'd have to say what ninety five percent of them look like almost exactly the same or there's a certain kind of like look and feel whereas this just it's like a formula they all have a formula they go by now yeah it's and it's incredibly formulaic like it's you know can't can't think of a good example but yeah exactly it's 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 a formula it doesn't seem like it's it's a real movie it's a horror movie it's its own thing yeah yeah um but definitely being thrown off by having i mean sutherland and, you know, it's not like Leonard Nimoy and, and definitely Coldbloom at the time weren't exactly, you know, huge names. I mean, Leonard Nimoy was on Star Trek, but he's never been... Outside know. of that, and not much. Yeah. Right. Like, I think, to be to be fair to Leonard Nimoy, he probably was, like, most famous. Like, it's been a steady ascent. Like, I don't think he was as popular then as he was probably when he died. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just seeing him show up as like the psychiatrist in like seventy San Francisco, and I'm like, yeah, that that kind of <laughs> that, like that kind of guy. And I don't know if it's the sort of thing where every single movie I've seen that has been a period piece to the you know seventy San Francisco has just looked at this movie and said, okay, we're just gonna make everybody dress this way, or that's just how it was. <laughs> But it very much captured the time. Like everybody was very much like, "Oh yeah, like I, I like I, I kind of get what Sutherland's doing. I kind of get what Goldblum's doing. You know, the ladies. Like I, it all, it all very seemed like very like on point." On so, San Francisco. So I before this was like Sean. I saw the '56. Did not see the '78. I watched the '78, and feel like I may be in the minority in this, but I love the 78 you're, one. You're not, because for years I've said that the 78 one was better than the 56, and Sean hated me for it. No, but, like, I'm not even saying it's better. I loved the 78 <laughs> Just Like, this movie was insane. 
<laughs> from, we... the, from the start, it's just at an 11. <laughs> can you judge to me, what was what was your favorite part? And I'm going to guess here and tell me if I'm right. Part. Was it the mud bath scene? <laughs> oh, after the mud bath, they get out and get like a full of shots after they're done. And like that just happens in this movie. Yeah, like this is just what they do in San Francisco. Like this is this is just what happens here. All right, like and like all of a sudden we're following around Jeff Goldblum. Like we know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> and he, all he's doing is just reading off lines from poets. <laughs> you, as I I said to Sam, Jeff Goldblum plays a Jeff Goldblum character in this. Right, yes. it's like it, himself. It's so hard. To, it, it, can we name a movie or a role that Jeff Goldblum plays where he's not Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, I can't. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing. Right? I get nothing. But, like, God, do I, I love this movie. Like, it was honestly... What I really liked about this movie was the extras. Like, I don't know if you guys were paying attention to the extras, but, like, everybody around was just behaving so weird if you've looked at the extras like it, like one of the first scenes when he's walking through the department of health they walk by a door and there's just a guy standing in like the frosted window of the door just yeah. staring at them <laughs> like this is like five minutes into the movie and it's just like why is everybody behaving so weird this is creepy <laughs> it's I don't think they. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't really care for that. I'm more. I'm more just the supporting actors and actresses really made the movie just nuts to me. And it's just there's it, for some reason I always pictured Donald Sutherland being this 85 year old man, and I know <laughs> in this movie he's not. But it, that relationship he supposedly has with the girl is just so creepy. <laughs> in, it is. in every yeah. way because he still feels like he's like 80 in this movie it's yeah because it's weird because to me donald sutherland is is one of two things he's either like the old sage or he's like like the weird dude in like you know kelly's heroes and mash and uh like mm -hmm. even 30 dozen to some extent yeah <laughs> so for him to be the like i don't know upstanding health inspector who's like oh, a little offbeat admittedly um but yeah, like i don't know it's just just very weird plus like for him to look like a health inspector i mean he looks like the san francisco health inspector but it's like, <laughs> he's got he's the, like you know curly hair and the perm and like it is funny it's like he plays it so well where he thinks he can throw his weight around and call up the fbi and be like there's an <laughs> yes. issue here um, yeah it's, it's just like this is the the most powerful health inspector in the world here right, <laughs> right. yeah like, like a really he's like, like, like the dr fauci of the invasion movies <laughs> <laughs> and like how he just like, kind of remains calm the whole time just, uh, I guess he seems just like a little calm the whole time like uh, I guess what yeah Sam what, what kind of struck me was like how I don't know what like two thirds of the way in or probably even halfway in it seems like very clear like the plants are gonna win this one guys <laughs> like, <laughs> 
<laughs> like, what are we doing here? Like, at a certain point, you're just kind of delaying your inevitable. Like, don't just say, like, well, you know, fuck it. I just want to hang out with my bros. Like, just make me a plant, you know? Yeah, yeah that's what that's am I gaining here by, you know, still being, I don't know, sentient or whatever, you know? <laughs> the, um, the sense of defeat is a little bit more widespread earlier on in the 78 version than in the 56. In the 56 yeah. version, you're like, oh, good, he got to safety, and then, you know, it might, they might be able to contain it and stuff like that, other than, like, the very heavy-handedness of the shot where he's on the highway, and then, you know, how like, there's that bus driving by him, and for some reason, it's, like, in wicked slow motion, and all the names of the cities are on the bus, you know, or mm, yeah. the truck or whatever the hell it is. The truck, yeah. Um, Granted, that said, I don't think one truck is making all of those stops across the country with only, like, eight pods in the back. But, you know. Well, you only need a couple. You only need a few. Yeah, he only had to make it to the highway, you know, to, yeah. to, to be safe. <laughs> okay, can I, can I stop on that for a second? So, you know how the end of the movie where the guy and the girl were trying to run away? He's like, we only need to make it to the highway, but let's run by about a dozen cars uh, up about a mile worth of steps up a mountain, down a mountain, through a valley, into a mine, and then up another hill, and then down again, and then there's the highway. <laughs> it's just, it went on for at least a half hour. And what's <laughs> even better is that <laughs> in the mine, the chick goes, I don't think we're going to make it to the highway. I'm like, well, fuck no. If you keep having to run this far, yeah. You could have gotten a car and been fine. That's <laughs> just. And then the biggest point, the big, the climax in the movie was the biggest plot hole. I, in the 56 version, the pods create people that take over the body, right? Yes. If they couldn't find the person, the girl, when she fell asleep, then they can't replace her. So how did they know that the per that they had to replace her in the mine with the pod person in the span of four minutes. Yeah, it really it just. It really yeah, no, that, yeah. That, honestly, that that is a big plot hole in the original that is kind of uh, fixed in this one, but at the same time, in the seventy eight one, it's still a little confusing, like how they they get to the docks and then oh, she yeah. falls asleep for like two minutes and boom, there's already a plant for her. Yeah, right. Like, like it, it's it, it there's there's plot holes in both movies well, like well in, in some ways and it's it's a bit cheap because it, it, they are bits plot holes but like i brought this up last week is that these movies do a very good job with nightmare logic yes yeah like how like nobody's believing them and like someone you know very well is just off a little and therefore there's somebody else mm. <sighs> I, 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 guess. I i don't like with the 50 uh the the original um i don't like the fact that it creates a person but then it also takes over the mind but then why was there a reason to do the the duplicate person i just wish that like I like the creepiness of when you fall asleep, you're assimilated, like, immediately. Yeah, like, in um, the, um, the, I have to admit, and I have to give him credit, the invasion one, 
with yeah. um, Daniel Craig and Nicole Kidman, they actually showed them like transforming as they were sleeping. Yeah. So that's Whereas, I'll give them credit. They did that and they showed like that's what happens, you know. Like, and, but then in the '78 one, I like the fact that you see the pods being created, but at the same time with the person disintegrating. I know you see the the first of all, no one questions how there's like garbage pickup every day and it's full of hair. Like no one <laughs> questions this. Um, it's like every shot of them in the street, there's a garbage truck full of hair, not trash. Um, but then like how how like so when she falls asleep and her husband or is uh is created into a pod person, how did he clean it up so well without waking her up? Like yeah, all that dust. He's efficient. Apparently. <laughs> and then Sean, these are efficient. plants. Plants are efficient. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Have you ever seen a plant make a mess? No, you haven't. <sighs> Their dirt gets everywhere, Sam. <laughs> so there was one moment in the 78 movie, movie that I just want to draw to attention. Because it happens very quickly, and we kind of just move by it. And I'm just like, wait, what? And that is when the first time they're talking to Nimoy, and they're outside the building. Oh, yes. And then um, uh, Goldblum comes out, and he's just like, hey, how you doing? And, and Nimoy grabs him, throws him against the wall. It just starts screaming at him. And then he turns to back to the woman and is just like, how did you react to that? I'm right. like, what? <laughs> can, we, can we just talk about what the hell the point is of that? It's like, <laughs> yeah. what, what just happened? What? Like, like he what? brings up a reason for doing it as background dialogue. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I need to be a part of that conversation movie. Like, tell me why Nimoy just did that. But with Nimoy's also, he, character, Nimoy is one judgmental shrink. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, but the the problem with Nimoy though is the whole point of the the um, the plant people is they show no emotion. He shows emotion the entire movie, but he's one of them. Well, but isn't he? Yeah, they, they don't. They uh, don't necessarily tell you when he becomes a pod person. Even when he they go to the. Um, Go to, was it his flat that they stay at? And he's like, oh, I'll check on you guys in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like, even during all of that, he shows emotion when you're like, and then he sits down in the car. And he's like, all right, there they'll be normal by, by morning or whatever. Like that whole scene, he's showing emotion. And then you find out at the end, he's one of them, but they're not supposed to show emotion. I don't know. It was, it was, do they ever say they don't show emotion? Yeah. Yeah, in both so. movies. Yep. Or so, all like, three. Nimoy, all three. Yeah, like, I, I'll give Goldblum credit. Like, when he is one of them, he shows no emotion. Which, I mean, he's... <laughs> just one of the best death scenes in that movie. <laughs> what, gets stabbed in the back of the neck? Goldblum? Yeah. Yeah, doesn't he? He runs away from the other, like, trying to distract them, right? Right, but he comes back as one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Sutherland stabs him in the back of the neck with, what, a pair of scissors or something like that? I yeah. forget what it was. It's been a little while. Um, so, 
Yes, I I I guess I'm in the minority. I do enjoy the the original a lot more. Um, not trying to say this is a bad movie. This was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. But it took forever to get like really going. It was weird at times, but like the action didn't start until further on. And I think I it, this movie, the '78 one, is. 40 minutes longer than the original and yeah, i feel like a lot of that is character development that isn't really needed because the character development in this movie isn't really character development like you just kind of know but they keep like beating the same drum like hey yeah no he's a health inspector now ah He's got ties to Washington, apparently. Ah, uh, like yeah, and it's it's like no one really cares either. It's like yeah. okay, where's the pod people thing? Like yeah, like and I, I I like that about the original that it gets going kind of quickly. Like it gives you that like first like opening scene and jumps you right into the story and tells the story about what happened. Whereas this one, it's a lot of buildup before it really gets going, but. I mean, the but you know my this is my wife's the original. It's her like the scariest movie she's ever seen. She has like she can't sleep after she watches it. Um, I'm not kidding. She's terrified of the 1956 one. Um, but we uh, we watched this one, and I said, okay, I want your honest opinion. Like, was it scary? She said, yes, this was terrifying. I said, which one was scarier? She said the 1956. Both of, both of these are comedies to me, but then again. Well, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't afraid of this one either, but like there there is a a like a deep-seated fear of falling asleep and then like all your loved ones are not who they you thought they were the next day. Like it's kind of terrifying if you're like I mean you never down. know for sure. <laughs> could, be, could be any time, man. Yeah, you never know. I'm going to be honest, the 78 movie actually kind of got me. Like, like you were scared? Like, I, I was unnerved. I don't know if I was scared, but, like, I was unnerved. Especially in, like, the first half, as the pods are, like, taking over. Just, like, the whole, like, nobody's believing anybody, and it just, like, everything's a bit off. And I just, I found that, like, about this movie, where, like, the fact that everything in this movie is a bit off actually kind of unnerved me a bit. It's like Canada. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? It's a bit off. Not. It's not quite America. The word we would use. Off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it was, that's that's some comedian's joke of like Canada is like if aliens invaded the U.S. and tried to recreate it. <laughs> that's what it was like. <laughs> like it'd be very similar, but just it's just a bit off. It'd be like, why is their football uh, like ten right. yards longer? Like the rules, the it it looks pretty close, but it's not really the same but thing. It's not really like we don't, we don't keep running out out of the end zone. That's not really a thing. <laughs> So do you guys think they can remake this movie and yeah. actually be scary? Yeah. Chris, I don't think you'd ever see a version of this that you'd find scary. 
No, right? I, that I, agree. I, I, yeah, I guess it could just be my, like, what is scary to me in particular, I guess. Yeah. It's usually the small Asian children, but that's neither here nor there. The grudge and the... <laughs> the grudge scares the hell out of me. I, I agree. I, the, kid, the, kid, the kid in the elevator freaked the shit out of me. Can't, I can't, I can't get over it. <laughs> oh, yeah, the little girl in Dawn of the Dead, the remake, that terrifies me. Let me look over my shoulder, make sure there's no screaming child. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Anyways. It's all, it's, all, it's all those movies. I don't know. Children never get me. Oh, they get me. I'm always just like, but you can just punch him. The kid just opens his mouth and a cat comes out, Sam. It's freaky. Not to mention the girl is like climbing under your blanket and then on top of you and you don't see it. (laughs) Choke a bitch out. Come on. They're they're children. You can take a child. You don't want to hit a child, Sam. Yeah, because if somebody sees you hitting a child, you're going to be an asshole. <laughs> and Even then if they are trying to go back to acting normal, and then you're gonna look like the asshole. You know, can't hit a kid. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, but yeah, I this I I definitely feel like this movie could be remade. Should it be remade? Yeah, I'd be okay with a remake. I had a lot of high hopes for the remake from 07 because it had a good cast, but then the reviews came out, and I, I've stated on this podcast all the time that like the reviews definitely pushed me away from some movies, and that those reviews definitely pushed me away from that movie. I don't know. With the state of horror as it is now, I don't want this to get remade because it'd all be just jump scares and like like slashers shit yeah this is this is a uh, a thinker kind yeah, of yeah this is this is very the way that the story works it needs to be slow paced you need to build atmosphere things modern horror don't know how to do you know what modern horror is really good at though hour and a half movie times i will yeah. give that yeah yeah, because they put so little effort into it. But, like, if you made a big-budget version of this movie, this is at least a two, two-and-a-half-hour movie. So they already made a big-budget movie. Right, right, for in 07. Yeah. What was the runtime on that? 99 minutes. Ooh. That's, that's it? An hour, and a, hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of surprised on that. Yep. Because uh, 115 minutes was the 78 one. Yeah, that was a long one. Yeah, you could have cut out a lot of that stuff. You could have made yeah. those opening credits very short. Yeah, like I that that was my my biggest flaw with this movie is that I did like it, it did need to be slow paced, but I felt like at times it was too slow. It definitely could have gone a little quicker. And this is a story that can be told in under two hours. And the fear factor too is, I'm, I'm I'm curious. I'm whether I'm curious whether or not people are more afraid of that style of horror, or if they're well, this slashers or is it's where did I read that? It it's like number fifty six or something like that of like top hundred scariest movies of all time. Really, the seventy eight or fifty six? Yeah, it it's high on the list. 
Um, no, which 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 one? Which one? The the original? 70, sorry, seventy eight. Yeah, yeah. It's for me. It's this kind of horror that gets me. Okay. It's like especially ones that can build atmosphere, ones that can like take their time and just fuck with you. Whereas like, I get I get like bored with slashers. Well, yeah, this this is I, a, I get bored with like, slashers um, and I get kind of annoyed with those like uh, like paranormal ones because like those um, paranormal ones are all just like we're gonna scare you, we're gonna scare you. Are you oh, ready no, to get the scared? Cabinet opened. <laughs> that, it's, it's, it's gonna scare you. It's gonna scare you. It's all gonna build up till the last night, and then <laughs> it's just all like, hell's gonna break loose. And then, it, and then all hell breaks loose, and you're like, oh, this isn't that bad. <laughs> um, I want to ask you guys something about the 1978 movie. Um, what did you guys think about the Dogman? Dogman. Dogman. Uh, so the, the homeless guy who plays the banjo, they, like, damaged the pod. So then the pod replicated the, the man and the dog as one creature. I don't remember that. You don't remember where they're like pretending to be one of them amongst them and they're going to grab the pod and then all of a sudden it comes out. It's a dog with a human head. And then that's when the girl freaks out and they they get caught. Well, they don't get caught, but they're like, and then they have to run away. You don't remember that part? That was towards the end. Yeah. That was towards that, the end. That, that was after you find out Goldblum is one of them. Yeah, they kill Goldblum. They go down to the street. They find what's her face, Nancy. Is that the uh, yeah? They find Nancy, and she's like, "Oh, I've been walking amongst them, and you just have to show no emotion." And they go out there, and they start, and they're like, "Oh, the pods are that way." So they walk towards the pods, and they're all in line. And then Elizabeth like sees the the dog man thing, and she screams. And then they all turn on her, and they're like, "Oh, she's not one of us." You don't remember this, Sam? I'm just on a blank. I don't know. Uh, the movie kind of lost me towards the end. <laughs> I'll be honest, because like it became more and more like ordinary as it went on. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny how this movie actually had you in the first place. Yeah. Um, Sam, Sam, if you uh, if you just Google search "Invasion of the Body Snatchers" 1978, uh, it's like the first picture that comes up <laughs> is the dog man. Uh, it looks. It's terrifying because it looks like a dog with a wax human head on it. It's oh, like, it yeah, like it, even for this movie, that's like, why'd you even do that? Like, yeah, it's a bit off. Like, why, yeah, why do that? So, like, I don't know. Like, that, that, that definitely threw me off a bit. Um, I mean, at, at the end of the day, though, I I will still stand by the 1976 one, my favorite. But 1956 uh, yeah, is the, is my favorite. But the 1978 one, I definitely like. It's good. It is actually a good movie. Like, I it was better than I thought it was going to be. Plus, like, you don't see many movies about health inspectors. <laughs> it's, it's, good. Uh, it's good to see them getting some love, you know. Wasn't Larry the Cable Guy a health inspector once? Yes, he okay. was. You don't, you don't see many good movies about health inspectors. What are you talking about? That was an amazing movie, Sam. It was hilarious. Especially the MacGyver of, like, uh, 
of Health Inspector. Well, maybe not MacGyver, but Columbo there. Columbo, yeah. <laughs> the Columbo of uh, Health Inspector. I liked how um, at the end he burnt down their facility by cutting a couple ropes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about <laughs> he, like, cuts a rope, and it's like, it falls down, and then all of a sudden, fire everywhere. It's like, damn, those, like, why would you be using those lights if you knew if one fell, it was going to, like, explode? Yeah, like, it was the 70s. Horrible yeah. <laughs> horrible building uh, inspectors, you know. They're, they're not up to code, Fantastic health inspectors, terrible building inspectors. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I, I there's parts of this movie that are just like, it, it it does something, and you're like, what? And the movie's just like, don't worry about it. We won't linger on it very long, and it just moves on like it never happened. <laughs> it, it does. It's it's it moves on from the. There's some there's some movies in the fifties that I feel that. Goes like the pacing is either so slow or so off where the audience doesn't really get it, and then all of a sudden, one of the actors just say, "Like the thing that matters to move the storyline." So oh, in the yeah. fifty-six version, it was they turn you when you fall asleep, and because nobody was getting that until the the lady said it, and that was it. Yeah, the seventy-eight version had an, a better progression. I think of this is what's happening, and this is. Yeah, yeah, it, it opened up, the whole story kind of, like, opened up more naturally. There weren't, like, yeah. bits and starts where all of a sudden you learn, like, a lot of stuff right then. Right. Yeah, because right, right. in the original it took a little while to get there, and then all of a sudden you had to have people help you. And then the 78 version, even though it was two hours long, which is pretty damn long, um, they, they progressed a lot easier. Mm. And even then, even then, the 2007 version was easier going as well bad acting but just the story actually developed in and of so yeah it gets kid actors again you know mm. um so unlike the movie so this this is all based off of a 1955 sci-fi novel uh by jack finney uh by the name of the body snatchers who knew um so in that actually the ending of the book differs from all the movies um, what actually happens is the aliens decide to leave the planet because of how hostile the humans are rather than, you know, happen. yeah. Right. Um, so we didn't know you guys would fight back. We're just going to assimilate guys. Don't worry. <laughs> I like how we made them Canadian. Uh, <laughs> well, because well, you know, they are, they are aliens. Yeah, they, they came to America and then create their own country. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, it, it's weird how most of the uh, these horror movie classics we're picking are based off of books. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, like The Exorcist, The Thing, The Body Snatchers. A lot of stuff starts off in life as a book. Yeah. One, because it's like easier to publish a book than to get a movie made. So can't wait to read that book, House of a Thousand Corpses. Well, it's it's also a lot. <laughs> oh, let's put know, it this way: good stuff usually starts off as a book. <laughs> studios don't want to. Studios don't want to take a chance without yeah, knowing a little bit like, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, because that 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 
2007 one was sixty million dollars. So you want to at least know what's going on with the story before you say, "All right, let's." Yeah. Daniel Craig and Cole Kidman. Sure. <laughs> what was the budget what, what for the seventy-eight one? Do you I know what the budget was? I don't was? think they have that. Uh, budget was three point five million dollars. Oh wow! And twenty-five million dollar take home. Yep. I will say this about this movie. The 78 movie seems like if it was a person, it's the kind of person who throws swingers parties. (laughs) (laughs) Mud mud baths included, Sam. (laughs) I'm sorry. The mud bath scene is just so ridiculous. Everything screams. Everything about this movie screams. I don't want to live there ever. Oh, God, yeah. You have Jeff Goldblum's running around, screaming poetry lines, body, know, like, body people, and then, <laughs> and then Mud Bath Central. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just I want to take a vacation there. I might get sick after a while, but, like, that seems so, like, crazy. It'd be so interesting. You, you keep bringing up the Mud Bath. How crazy is it that Jeff Goldblum's character is like, holy crap, there's a plant version of me. I need to go to sleep now. Right? <laughs> Who does that? Like, if, if I get, like, startled, I, like, I step I on the cat, I'm like, I can't sleep for two hours. Well, the plants are like, making him tired. Were they? they yeah, they were, that was at least implied. Was it? That when you, the plants, you start breathing the spores, Look, this starts the, making you tired. This whole movie implied that people are really tired. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just, that's all. Well, they were, which they were popping speed the whole time. Every time they crashed, they were gonna, uh, they're gonna pass out. Which that that's one thing that you, you brought it up, Chris. That they had to run so long in the original to get to that highway. <laughs> it's kind of like, where are you more likely to fall asleep while running or while? In the passenger seat of a car. You know what's even better? At the end of the 78 version, it's like the one chick escapes, but she's like, I'm going to go to Washington, D.C. <laughs> Just because at the end, Donald Sutherland, Sam has the picture in his background. Well, that's not like, D.C. That's San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought that was Washington, D.C. Yeah. No, it's San Francisco. Oh, I was looking at the monuments wrong. Okay. Yeah, because remember, he goes into his office. I, I think that dome building is like the city hall or something oh is it okay it looks for some reason it looked like dc to me it did have like the capitol building sort of dome to it oh okay all right i was mistaken then but i'm okay aside from her being the one to make it out of there yeah i did not see that coming just a weird weird ending she was gonna be the one um learn a lot from running a mud bath i guess so she knew how to be amongst them without being noticed. Like, she, she was very smart from running a mud bath. I will oh, say one thing that I definitely, you know, kind of regret having known about, you know, the meme that Sam's got now on his background in the final shot of the movie of Donald Sutherland pointing and making the. Well, a noise <laughs> I made earlier, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I knew about that, so, like, yeah. it was just, I, it would have been cool to, like, not know and, like, you know, just see it in the moment and be like, oh, shit. I agree. It's yeah. It's so unsettling, like, you just hearing that sound. Yeah. It's, it's such an iconic ending, too, to a movie, like, but, like, that's the problem. Everyone knows that ending now. Right. 
So it would have been nice going into that movie thinking he survived and then that scene happens and being like, holy crap. I feel like the movie would... I feel like most of the positive buzz around this movie is based off of the people who'd had no idea that was going to happen. Cause I feel like that is kind of like a big scare moment if you didn't see it coming. And it was kind of lost on us for, because we knew it was going to happen. Cause it's a great twist ending. It really is. Because even up to that point, when he's like doing his like jaw, like walking through his building and stuff, the whole time you're thinking, "Oh, he's fine." Like it's just him trying. Like the movie's not over yet. We still got like the third act to go or something. Like what's he gonna do now? And then that happens. So. Well, anybody else had anything else to say? No. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean. John, audio definitely can't pick up you shaking your head. <laughs> okay, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I still uh, think the faculty is the better alien takeover movie. <laughs> the faculty is definitely underrated. I will give it that. It's very Not much many people vein. talk about it. It's very... well, it's, it's the this uh, the short the novel is the basis of that plot so it's technically the same kind of movie um but i i don't know like i still prefer the 70 the uh the original uh 56 well i guess sean's just afraid of communism <laughs> terrified oh yeah that kind of works right yeah, yeah. It's, it's about communism right? oh. <laughs> Like ev like everything from the fifties, it's somehow involved with communism. Yeah, <laughs> against or occasionally for. Yeah. All right. So well, any we answered all the questions, right, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically. Yeah. What uh, what are we what are we talking about next week? Do we come to a consensus on that? Oh, we're doing zombies. Next zombies. Week. Zombie special next week. Full zombies. Not any specific movie, but we will be going full zombie mode. It's just too many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. there's too many. And plus, we're, we're probably not going to agree on an actual classic for a zombie movie. So. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, you can find all of our podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, probably a few others out there that we don't even know about. Um <laughs> Uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash Knights of Nerditude. Uh, leave us a comment. Let us know if there's a movie you want us to review. Let us know if there's a horror movie you want us to review uh, before Halloween. Um, on that note, we'll see you next time. Bye. Later. <laughs>